0: I want to take a few moments to tell you about a fantastic service called Fiverr. That's F-I-V-E-R-R. Fiverr is an online marketplace where you can find the perfect freelance services for your business. Logo design, website customization, voiceovers, social media outreach, illustration, translation, data entry, book cover design, the list goes on and on. Enjoy the best for any budget, quality work done quickly, protected payments every time, and 24-7 support. Click the Fiverr affiliate link in the show notes and any purchase you make directly benefits this podcast. Fiverr, it starts here. By the Fire Podcast presents The Heart Speaks. Written and performed by Dave Smale. Chapter Thirty Six He Did What? The early morning sun permeated the blinds at Holloman and Son Private Investigative Services. Channing sat across the table from Tyrone and Holloman. Channing finished reciting the same story to Holloman that he'd given to Tyrone and Keisha the previous afternoon. Everything but his conversion to Christianity. Well, Holloman said,
1: Oh, that's great, but that only confirms everything Cole told me. Not really enough to go forward.
0: Tyrone glared at him. Huh? Yes, it is. How do you figure? Asked Holloman. Don't you see? Tyrone asked. Stunned, Holloman wasn't understanding. See what? The P.I. asked. Bolian and Vale took a bribe from Thompson to get a heart for Skylar. So right there, that's an illegal operation. I agree. Said Holloman.
1: But that's a separate case and I haven't been hired to investigate that. That's something internal affairs would have to do. I have no legal authority.
0: Wait, Tyrone said. Remember what I said about my daughter donor paperwork being tampered with? Holloman grimaced. Hold on, Bowman. You're getting ahead of yourself. First off, you can't prove that. You
1: told me yourself you couldn't remember whether you'd the block on that paper. Second, you're suggesting... What, that Dr. Bullion may have taken your daughter's heart? That would mean he himself processed her body for the autopsy, not one of his lackeys. That's just a little hard to believe. I remember him. He's too high on himself to do something like that. He doesn't get down in the trenches anymore. Probably hasn't in years. I don't buy it, and I doubt a jury would
0: either. He could have had one of his juniors do it, Tyrone fumed. Long as the paperwork said they could. Yeah, paperwork you signed, Holloman retorted. Paperwork I'm pretty sure was forged, Tyrone corrected. See, pretty sure, which means you can't prove it, the P.I. replied. Maybe not, but wait, man, wait. The funeral home, remember? I told you, they said my daughter body showed up missing at least one organ. Holloman nodded. But still, you could have okayed it. Plus, they couldn't tell you
1: which organ. You'd have to
0: have her body exhumed. Are you prepared to do that? Tyrone pounded his leg with a fist, grunting in frustration. Listen, Holloman said. I'm just being real with you. I
1: know you're sure what happened. But without something rock solid, I can't do anything else. I'm sorry. As it stands right now, the best evidence you've got is circumstantial. But that's not even what you're going off of. What you're really banking on is this, I don't even know what to call it, theory of yours. I'm telling you, Bowman, that ain't gonna fly. You're setting
0: yourself up for disappointment when the case falls flat. Tyrone arose and stormed out of Holloman's office. Unable to control his rage, he revved the engine and peeled out of the parking lot. He gripped the steering wheel and let out a guttural howl, channeling the Incredible Hulk. Aiming the truck for the highway, he sped towards home. How could Holloman be so contrary? Why did he resist the obvious truth? Couldn't he see it as clearly as Tyrone? Or was Holloman right? Was he getting ahead of himself? God, God, please, Tyrone thought. Help me. Help me see clearly. What do I do now? Through agonizing tears of frustration, a calm settled over him. Suddenly, he knew. Holloman was right. He didn't have all the evidence he needed to move Jellis' case forward. What he had was circumstantial evidence and theories. Worse yet, his theories were based on things he'd only heard about in a sermon and read about In one book, no way would a jury consider it proof beyond a reasonable doubt. It was nice hearing all the rumors confirmed by Channing, but he didn't know key pieces of evidence. Vale and Furse had wisely kept Channing in the dark just enough. So, Jellis' case was on hold. Holloman was stuck. But that didn't mean Tyrone was. He could still research. Nothing stopped him from asking questions. For starters, Vale had retired. But what about first? He was running for mayor? Perhaps Tyrone could track him down and ask a few questions. And Dr. Bolian? Was he still the medical examiner? Or had he conveniently retired too? Another thing bothered him. If his theory was true, there was a gap in the timeline. A significant amount of time... Between Jella's murder and, his phone buzzed, Holloman. A pang of guilt rushed through him. Hey, Tyrone said, sorry about storming out like that. Don't worry,
1: I'd be pretty heated too. Listen, we weren't quite through. Through with what? Janning left after you did.
0: I didn't want to say anything while he was here. I'm a little suspicious he'd suddenly come clean, Holloman said. Huh? Why? asked Tyrone.
1: Because people don't just do that, especially people like him. He's got to be working some kind of angle, you know. What's in it for him?
0: Tyrone realized that Channing had left out of the story his conversion. He ain't told you how he got born again. Holloman was silent for a moment, then he asked, You
1: mean like a religious experience?
0: Yeah, a come-to-Jesus moment. Tyrone said before telling Holloman how he'd bumped into Channing at the Revival. Huh.
1: I don't buy it.
0: Why? Come on, man. You know my wife and I got born again, too. You see how it changed us, Tyrone protested. That's different, Holloman said. How you figure? Because apparently I got some info you don't. What info? I didn't find
1: anything out new about First Vale or Bullion. Nothing you didn't already find out yourself, that is. But let me tell you what I did find out.
0: Holloman paused and sighed.
1: It's about Channing.
0: Huh? Tyrone said, immediately feeling his guts sink.
1: Yep. He's... well, let's say he's got a secret life.
0: What you mean? asked Tyrone.
1: We were able to tap into his internet usage. It's not pretty. Child porn websites galore. Sick stuff.
0: He blanched and groaned. What? You sure? Yeah, but that's not it. He's got a, well,
1: a fetish, I guess you could say. He doesn't just stop with the porn. He likes the real thing.
0: Bile shot up Tyrone's throat. As in he, Tyrone trailed off.
1: He's involved in a trafficking ring, Bowman. As a customer.
0: Tyrone shook his head in disbelief. The nausea swirling around him like a whirlpool. How? I mean, how you find that out?
1: It all came out in his internet usage. He does it all on the dark web. All his, I don't even know what to call it, communicating with traffickers. It's how he places orders if you catch my drip.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got it, man. Man, I'm going to be sick. Nah, I am sick. Hold on. Tyrone pulled his truck over threw the door open, and emptied his stomach contents onto the road. A minute later, Tyrone picked the phone back up. You still there? he asked. Still here, Holloman confirmed. You alright? Yeah, well, no. I
1: understand. Made me sick too. I wanted to strangle him right here in my office. But there's more.
0: Come on, you serious? Tyrone said flabbergasted.
1: Yep. He's been getting threats from his dealer. Death threats. What? Apparently, he didn't pay his
0: dealer last time he, uh, ordered, uh, well, you know. Said Holloman. Yeah, gotcha. So, now his dealer is making open threats against him. And if I were him, I'd be afraid. Tyrone took a breath, mulling over the cascade of awful information about Channing a man who'd so recently come to know Jesus as his personal Lord and Savior. It made Tyrone question whether all the information Channing had given was true or a massive distraction. The man had implicated their former bosses, the medical examiner, even Jerry. Was it all a ruse? Wait, when, I mean, when is all that stuff from? Because he just got saved, like, recently.
1: Doesn't matter. It's illegal. I gotta report it all to the police. He's going to jail whether he's had a religious awakening or not.
0: Again, Holloman was right. The fact that Channing had repented of his sins mattered only in the spiritual arena. He'd still have to pay for his earthly crimes. Actions had consequences. Sorry to break all this to you, Holloman said. Nah, don't be, Tyrone said. Probably better did I know. Now I can pray for him. Holloman paused a moment, then added, Want to know who his dealer is? You found that out too? Yeah, I tell you, my son's a computer genius. A moral hacker, he calls himself. Anyway, Channing's dealer's name is LaDorian Washington. Who? asked Tyrone.
1: Doesn't ring any bells. How about the name, Cron?
0: Tyrone shook the spiderwebs free. Cron? The deadbeat boyfriend who was supposed to be watching his daughter the day she was kidnapped? But how? Wait, hold up, Tyrone said. Crown got investigated. He had a bunch of small stuff. How do we miss him being a pimp? Holloman sighed.
1: You're right. Now just remember, I could only search police databases. All the stuff in his record are just things he's been caught for. Plus, if your theory is right...
0: These guys have no qualms about tampering with records. You mean like, they got stuff taken off his record?
1: Maybe. Who
0: knows? Holloman replied. These are some pretty powerful guys. The only way we figured out who Kron was, was by hacking Channing's computer. Man, I'm telling you what, I want to go find Channing right now and- I know,
1: I know. Be patient. Confronting him now will hamper the investigation, okay?
0: Tyrone took a breath. Yeah, okay.
1: Now, I got a plan, sort of. I could use your help, but you can't be clouded with emotions. My plan would need a lot of coordination, several moving parts, and not
0: all of those parts are willing to move if you catch my drift. Tyrone understood that Holloman meant that his plan included subpoenaing and possibly arresting people and getting them to talk. That meant... They'd need to cooperate with the VBPD. Aye, Tyrone replied. What's the plan?
1: Well, for starters, I'm going to use some of my old connections and recruit some heavy artillery.
0: You talking about Detective Cole? Tyrone asked. You know
1: it. And he's Lieutenant Cole now,
0: said Holloman. Ain't we going to run into the jurisdiction problem?
1: Maybe. But since everyone who would have been a problem is now retired... I'm sure Cole can work some magic with our old precinct.
0: Let's hope so, Tyrone replied as the phone buzzed with an incoming call. A'ight, Holloman, I'm getting another call. Talk to you soon. You got it. He switched over to the other call. It was an unknown number. Probably another telemarketer, he thought. Maybe I should answer as Batman. Hello, Tyrone said in a whisper growl, emulating the caped crusader. Is this Tyrone Bowman? He debated whether or not to say, This is the Cave." How did you get this number? Instead, he cleared his throat. <clears> throat. Yes, he said. Hi, this is Kelly with Harriet's Hope. Thanks for listening to The Heart Speaks. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'll be back next week with another chapter. Until then, God bless and thank you. This is a work of fiction. Names, characters, businesses, places, events, and incidents are either the products of the author's imagination or, or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events, is purely coincidental.